0: welcome to Tannis syndrome talking tea with emily seymour this week marks 100 episodes of this podcast that's mental so as a special episode 100th episode a week i have decided to put up two episodes one episode has gone out with chris and lily on monday and today is me reading an article i wrote about my thoughts of infertility so just a pre-warning trigger warning it is gonna heavily involve talk of infertility so if you think that's gonna be triggering for you or too much for you please do not listen so, guys, that will be my episode where I read it out in two seconds. I don't remember what age I was when my mum told me I was infertile. I do remember the exact moment she told me I was devastated. Looking back, I think, why was I devastated? At that age, I could not comprehend what infertility meant for me, but maybe it was a mix of emotions and the feeling of being different somehow, maybe being told I couldn't do something that others could. I was told about infertility, then I thought I might be able to do IVF and have a pregnancy. For me, not being able to have a pregnancy is more upsetting than not having children. Because you can adopt, you can have a family, but you can't have that pregnancy if you are infertile. However, I have since been diagnosed with aortic dilatation, which means that the, the pressure on the heart during pregnancy could make my heart rupture in childbirth. So IVF is not an option. I got so excited about the possibility of IVF to then find out about the aortic dilatation, which is in a way going through the heartache again. Subconsciously, I felt like I had lost respect for myself because I can't carry a baby. Women are respected for going through labor because of how intense and hard pregnancy and labor is. Sometimes not for everyone. I felt like I, because I had lost this respect for myself, I hadn't gained it anywhere else. It made me feel less of a woman, I suppose. I know people that have these words, meanings and phrases that they say things like Oh you can adopt, or you can do surrogacy and it must be so hard for you. As well-meaning the people are who are saying those phrases, it doesn't change the physicality of the situation. So at times, a lot of times actually. Infertility has been like a big knot in my head. It's very very confusing trying to make sense of it all. Because I was thinking, why am I getting so upset over something I don't even know I truly want? There's been pregnancy and birth announcements that I've seen. And this is where the confusion comes in. Because I felt like I didn't want to be excluded and isolate myself from seeing these things. I especially wanted to be included with the pregnancy and birth announcements. Because I thought this is probably going to be the closest thing I'm going to get to a pregnancy or birth announcement for myself. So I wanted to see these things, but at the same time, it is just a reminder. It's not our fault we're infertile, but it's not the rest of the world's fault either. That's where the anger came in. I kept on thinking, why should we have to be the bigger person, change our mindset, because we didn't want infertility. Infertility was just forced upon us. From talking very openly, I feel much freer and a lot less angry. A stand moment for me was when I was upset and talking to my mum at one point. She said to me, I know it's so hard for you. This was very, very nice to hear because she understands how hard it is for me. It might sound contradictory to what I said about people and their phrases. However, I found it a subtle shift. From, our must be so hard, to, I know it's so hard for you. It made me feel validated, it made me feel seen, and it made me feel heard. Which, honestly, are the three things I think a lot of people want. I now realise that talking about infertility and my thoughts has helped me gain clarity. It has helped me loosen the knot in my head, so it's not as confusing as it once was. In my situation, I talk with a trained therapist, but I think that talking with anyone who knows and cares about you will be a great help. It's helped me gain a lot of clarity on things and to be more certain in my thoughts. One of the biggest game changers for me in my way of thinking is, I realized that the label infertility was making me sadder than I actually was. And I think that's because society in general, not the Turner Syndrome Support Society, places these stories and expectations of how sad you should be. I was thinking society's expectations of how sad I should be was glad to my opinion of how I actually felt. Rightly so. You hear these stories in the media of people being so upset by infertility. They are just heartbroken. That's often the word used with infertility. Heartbroken. And when I was saying that these people cannot feel this way, but for me it got to the point where I was used to seeing and hearing this so often, I was putting this expectation on myself to be heartbroken. With an expectation for me to feel sad, I forgot I could have my own opinion on how I could feel because I got used to seeing so many other opinions. For me, realising I'm not as sad as I thought I was about invisibility, made me feel a bit guilty. I'm so glad I started therapy when I did because I feel like maybe the anger could have turned into bitterness if I had not processed my emotions properly and deeply. I think that being open and talking has helped me gain control. In a situation out of your control, you can take back the control it has over you. Every moment in life has meaning, both good and bad, but it's only of the meaning you give it. And I know it sounds silly to say, but I forgot I could have my own opinion when it comes to infertility, because it was clouded by expectations, news and society. One really helpful thing for me is just asking why. By asking why, being able to think deeper and get to the root of what I'm feeling, then I could make a change in my opinion if I felt like I needed to. Infertility makes me upset. Why? Because I can't have a pregnancy. Okay, why does, it make that? why does that make you upset? Because I feel like I've lost the respect of people. I remember how miserable I was thinking about infertility. I hope that conversations like this can help other people feel a little bit lighter and a little bit freer if they are in that place that I was about infertility as well. From talking, the two biggest changes in belief for me are I've taken control of my thoughts on infertility rather than let them control me. I can have my own opinion and if I want to be angry or frustrated then I can be, but it will not control my life or thinking. I hope this article will help people feel less alone, make people question their beliefs if they are in the same hate space I was in and to talk honestly and openly instead of bottling emotions up. Everything I've said in this article is just my opinion, that's all it is. It doesn't make you right or wrong, and it does not have to be your opinion if you don't want it to be. At the age of 25, I truly don't know if I want a child, I don't know if I want a family. But I think that is perfectly fine. there we go there's my thoughts on infertility so just because i've had these thoughts doesn't mean that i'm bunny is cured from being sad about infertility forever of course are still going to be moments where i'm going to be sad and i just wanted to say that just in case people take on these thoughts for themselves and then think that they're going to be Bunny is cured from infertility, from being sad all the time about infertility. Of course, there's still going to be moments where you're going to be sad about infertility. But for me, with these thoughts, it's made me a lot less sad. So yeah, I just wanted to say that just in case people think that they're going to be instantly happier all the time in regards to infertility if they take on these thoughts. Thank you so, so much for all the support for everyone who has listened to any one of my episodes. Wow, 101 episodes now. That's a mental, mental. Thank you so, so much for all, for everyone's support and kind words. So there we have it if you want to know more about turners go to www.tss.org.uk and I have left a couple of places where you can get help on infertility and advice on infertility if you choose you want it. so there we go thank you so so much again for everyone's support on this podcast and I'll see you next week